Hello and happy Friday to everyone out there. I hope you guys are all having a great day. Uh, this is podcast one, episode one. Uh, pretty excited to get going. Um, wanted to touch base about the um, Facebook post that I posted that kind of has drawn me to want to do the podcast to begin with. And uh, like I said before, I'm not a professional podcaster. I'm definitely not a counselor of any kind. My uh, purpose for this is just to kind of get some content out there, give people something to think about, something to listen to, and comment on and whatnot and reach out and we'll pick new topics and whatnot to talk about each week and try to get that on the podcast. So moving forward with the Facebook post itself, um, if you haven't had a chance to read that, basically the the main subject behind the, the post is just that we, we go through life a lot of times and we meet a lot of people and we go through a lot of different phases in our life. And then later on in life, you start realizing more and more that less and less people are there. Uh, your circle's smaller. You don't have the communication with people as much, especially in today's time. It's a very fast paced world and things are going hundred mile an hour and it's hard to keep up with everyone and with kids and their uh, clubs and sports and different things they have going on in life. Parents are running around everywhere, taking their kids to different things and it's just really hard to connect with your friends the way you used to. And so this is something that I have been thinking about for quite a while. I drive for a company now, and so I spend a lot of time just driving. Um, we're not allowed to be on our phones. We actually have cameras in our trucks, and so we can't even touch our phones or its termination um, status immediately. So basically I drive and I listen to some music, and you know, music is a trigger Obviously, there's songs that remind you of things or places or people or sometimes it just pops random thoughts in your head and you have no idea how it got there, but it's there. So you ponder about it and whatnot. And so recently over the past week or so, I've been thinking more and more and I kind of put myself through this process and thinking and then it, it, it kind of dawned on me that I wonder if anyone else ever thinks of this or if anyone truly believes it or whatnot. So I went on Facebook. I kind of wrote out a decently long post, but I know one thing that's true about posts in general or anything that's in text form is that when people sit down to read that, they do read some of it and they kind of just say, oh yeah, that looks good. And they skim past it and they like it. And then they go to the next post because they're either rushed or in a hurry or they want to see, maybe they're looking for something in particular. So they don't really actually get to take in all the content. So my main goal was I want to kind of start this podcast, put the information out there for people to listen to and just give me feedback and thoughts and whatnot. And so my Facebook post drew a lot of attention. There was a whole lot of comments and people writing to me and whatnot. And so I wanted to, to touch base on some stuff with it primarily because when you read something, there's multiple interpretations. And I felt like some people thought maybe I had recently had someone pass away or was dealing with something internally, personally, and really that wasn't the case. Um, I mean, sure, as I thought about people and whatnot, um, there was a lot of things that kind of made me feel empty or sad or um, uncertain, but basically it was just to put it out there that I think people are too busy with their lives And that they're not able to completely think about other people and think about people that are important to them. Or sometimes in life, we're dealing with stress and anxiety and depression and 
the number one thing that goes along with that is the feeling of emptiness or alone. I know sometimes for myself personally, I get up at 4.30 in the morning, I work all day, sometimes I work till 3, 4 o'clock, and then you know, a lot of times I work after that, and then you have housework and whatnot, and you, know, you don't get to bed till 10 or 11 o'clock at night, and then you're back up again at 4.30, and it seems to be this continuous cycle that just drains you more and more as each day goes on. And so the main thing that I wanted to kind of throw out there to people is that there's people that have came in our lives at different phases of our lives. And a lot of those people are still there. They're still physically here. But we don't feel their presence. We don't feel that they're there. Um, you might think, why well, I'm alone. And I know I have this I have this issue myself a lot of times. I feel like I'm the only one around because I can't talk to people on the phone while I'm working. I can't be around people. I can't text people unless I'm at a stop. And then I can't really have a conversation because I have to go to the next one. So there are a lot of times where we feel alone. We feel like there's no one else. But the truth of the matter is there are people there and there are people that would be there for us. I guarantee you right now, if you went on the internet and went on the Facebook or Twitter or even Snapchat or any of those other platforms and said, hey, I need someone right now, there'll be, there'll be people reach out to you. There honestly will probably be people that you don't truly even really know reach out to you. Because I know I've had people that I know that I associate with, may not be best friends with, but they've posted things of that nature. And I've reached out to them immediately and said, hey, I don't know what you're going through, but I can relate and I can help. So if, if you need just someone to listen, I'll do my best. I don't have the answers. Uh, I struggle answering myself most of the time. But I'm here to help and I'm here to give you any kind of advice that I can. I try to think things from both sides of each situation. So if I can give you some input on one way or the other, then I will. I'll do my best. So to move forward to this, I kind of wanted to take the time for everyone to truly take this moment, no matter what you're doing, if you're working, if you're driving, if you're sitting at home, if you're bored and it's late at night, I just want you to really truly go through the phases of your life. And I'm going to kind of break those phases down and talk about some different situations. And I just want you to really take that and really soak it in and, and think about those people that were in your life and think about who you talked to and who influenced you the most at that age or that part of your life. And where are they now? How long has it been since you talked to them? Where, you know, have they went in life? Have they, have they, you know, struggled themselves? Is there someone that you could reach out to that you know struggles, but you don't really want to deal with them because you don't have time for their struggles, but maybe just sending a text to that person or giving that person a phone call and saying, Hey, how's it going? You know, how's your life? Uh, how's your situation going? And, and touching base with them can mean a lot because you don't know this, but you could be saving someone's life to be brutally honest. So I'm going to start out with family. Um, I have relatively small family, not a lot of family. Uh, won't go too far into that, but uh, just think about your family. Think about when you were a kid. Where did you go for Thanksgiving? Where did you go for Christmas? What about Fourth of July? Did your family spend Fourth of Julys together? Um, Easter, all your different holidays. That's typically when families were able to get together. Some families are spread out, really far apart. Some families are relatively all in the same town. Might have been a small town. Everyone's family life is going to be different. 
I know personally, uh, take Thanksgiving for an example. Thanksgiving was always held at my Grandma Polly's house. And we used to fit 30 or 40 people into a little single wide trailer. And um, it was a little cramped, but it was uh, something that not too long ago I talked to a cousin about. And uh, we kind of just got to talking about that in general and how, you know, Thanksgiving's a little different now and we don't have that. And my grandmother's passed and her dad has passed and a lot of the other family members, all the uh, great aunts and uncles are all gone and whatnot. So um, kind of weird now. Thanksgiving's just not the same. It's never going to be the same. And uh, I'm sure there's a lot of families out there that uh, have had similar instances. Uh, Once the glue of the family, being your elders, passes away, what happens to that? Where does that go? Some people can carry the torch. Some people can go on, but then sometimes there's feuds and uh, disagreements and whatnot that will not allow the traditions basically to be carried on and sometimes the family does die out and then that's gone and so you have to start your own family and you do your own thing and sometimes that works out great and some people have built ginormous families and they have all that family support but then there's other times where that doesn't happen that way anymore and so things aren't quite the way that they were once before and that's where I think a void starts and it makes you feel empty because the holidays that you loved and knew as a kid or even a young adult, it's not there anymore. So now you have that emptiness and you just want your holidays to be back. Some people set it alone on the holidays and they have no one. And so if you know someone out there like that, you know, from your family that maybe you haven't invited over for dinner or you haven't had them over or you haven't been able to come in contact with them, maybe shoot them a message, let them know that you missed those times, that you uh, enjoyed your time to be in together or whatever the situation may be. The next phase with family, this is kind of kind of goes together, is your neighbors, your neighborhood. Uh, kind of the same thing as family. Some people grow up in a neighborhood that you would not want to probably go outside after dark. But then there's other people that live in communities and areas where it's great. I was one of those people. My neighborhood where I primarily grew up, for the most part, uh, was a great neighborhood. All of those people have uh, grown into adults now. So unfortunately for the two or three kids that are in that area now, there's no kids around. But myself personally, I had around, there was probably 19 to 20 five-ish, probably maybe kids within five to seven years of age, all within a quarter of a mile. So we all shared yards and we hung out together. And back then you could go outside and you could play all day. We would go out from the time everyone woke up, which was eight, nine o'clock, not one, two, three o'clock like kids nowadays. And we would play outside and we would do whatever we wanted. We would play football or basketball or frisbees and go down to the creek and whatever it was. And, you know, none of our parents had to worry about kids getting snatched out of yards or anything like that. We used to play in the road, for God's sakes. And and we would go out and we would literally play in the road with toys and balls and stuff. And, and luckily that was kind of in a country type setting. But it was just the fact that you didn't have to worry about where your kids were. And uh, the main thing was just be home before the, the porch light came on because that was something that was a 
very common back then. You didn't you don't want your parents to have to come looking for you. So let your parents know where you're going to be. Go outside. You know, come home for dinner. Sometimes you get to go back out for an hour or two and then come back. And uh, just make sure you beat that porch light on. And unless you had prior approval for that. But your neighbors. Uh, I'm very fortunate that my neighbors and I still, I don't live there. I haven't lived there for 18 years or so. Um, but my neighbors, uh, you know, we all kind of started going to college and moving away and doing different things. So we kind of scattered and some people moved out and some people moved away. And so the, the cool thing is though, is we still do talk and thankfully due to platforms like Facebook and whatnot, you can still continue to kind of keep up with those neighbors. And, and a couple of my neighbors are my best friends. Um, we never lost that bond. We don't always talk to each other all the time. We don't see each other all the time. Um, just received a call a couple of days ago from one of them and I hadn't talked to him for quite a while, but, uh, it's just like we seen each other yesterday because that's just the relationship we have. We're, we're brothers more so than just neighbors. But, you know, I know a lot of people grew up playing with a neighbor or hanging out with the neighbors and, you know, yeah, they're probably not maybe your same type of lifestyle now, but at some point in your life, they were a very influential person in your life. You hung out with them. You spent your days with them. Um, I had friends that, you know, we would be together for 12 hours a day, seven days a week for, you know, all summer and whatnot. And so, so eventually, though, you, you grow apart and you start your own lives and you lose contact. And, you know, sure, you might run into that person at the grocery store or Walmart, but you may not ever have the opportunity to do that either. And that's kind of the whole thing behind my post is I feel like we, we lose contact with these people and we don't have the opportunity to let them know like, Hey, you had a very um, influential part of my up, upbringing and my childhood. And, you know, to speak of my neighbors, exactly. They're all great functioning people of society. And I'm very blessed that I grew up with them Rather than, you know, in the downtown south of Columbus where who knows what my influences would have been. I mean, I don't know of any of my neighbors that, you know, got led down a, a bad path or, you know, uh, went to jail or prison. And now that's not saying that they couldn't have because, I mean, you could have that happen out of any neighborhood. But um, they're just very good people and a good environment to be, to be raised in. And I know not everyone's had that same kind of experience, but to move on past, uh, the, the family and the neighborhood and whatnot, um, then you go to school, you have your elementary school. Uh, I still know most of all of the kids. I can almost name every kid that I went to elementary school with and all your teachers and your principals. Uh, you have all those people that you meet and that you know, and that you go to school with every day. Um, the school I went to was K through six in elementary school. So I was around those people every day, all day. We spent a lot of time together. You spend recess together. You have boyfriends and girlfriends, you think at that point in time. And so they're important to you and whatnot. And, you know, to not hurt you or damage, you know, your life in any way. Um, and then you have your junior high school. Now for junior high, that's typically at a lot of schools where you kind of get integrated with all the other kids from all the other schools. So this is kind of a a little bit of a culture shock, a little bit of a reality. This is where you start meeting all these new people. And then the people that you were used to going to school with, half or more of them fade away. Maybe there was some that you didn't really care for, that you didn't get to talk to and whatnot. So now you're past that and you're meeting new people 
And so now you have your junior high friends. A lot of people kind of whenever I was in school, junior high is kind of when people started experimenting with new sports and relationships became more of a thing and, and whatnot. And you had your choir and your band and all that. So you, you kind of started seeing where people started separating, going into their own groups, so to speak. And then high school is basically a carryover from junior high. But then throughout high school, friends come and go as well. Uh, kids might quit a basketball team because they're just not that good at basketball, but they're a really good softball player. Well, they quit basketball but then they start to notice, like, you don't spend time with your basketball friends anymore. So you don't have that bond with them like you did. So then you start hanging out with your softball friends more because that's who you're going to see every day. And that's who you're going to hang out with. And then, you know, later on down the road, you may, you may lose contact with them as well. Because eventually, at some point in time, you're going to go off to college. When you go off to college, kids go everywhere. They go to all these different universities. Some go to trade schools. Some just start working. There's all these different avenues that people can take. So then you really lose contact with people. I know my stepdaughter, when she was getting closer and closer to graduating, I kept telling her, like, life's going to change for you. Like, the people that you think are so incredibly important to you right now, they're not going to talk to you when you get older. They're going to have their own stuff going on in life. And sure, you might be able to meet up with them occasionally. You might be able to hang out with them. And some people are going to listen to this and they're going to say, well, I still hang out with my best friend every single day. That's great. That's awesome. If you find that friend, yes. But how many of your friends that you were deeply involved with in high school that if I said, what about such and such? You're going to say, oh yeah, I haven't heard from them in quite a while or whatever. So my, the whole fact of the matter is the people that you were once so dedicated to and close to, they're not there. And then, so then you go into college. College for me was a little different. I went to two different universities, got two different degrees. Uh, first college I commuted to, and then the second college I decided to go to years later because I was laid off from a job and just kind of on a whim. I, I laid off for six months looking for a job. I decided I'm just going to go back to college. So went back to college, uh, went to I Christian that time. And basically uh, my first degree was a little different. I, I drove an hour to school and some other people drove. And um, my classmates that was in my cohort, I believe there was about 10 of us, we all lived far apart like none of us live together it's super cool because you get to hear a lot of different stories and different environments and things like that but on the other side of the fence was we wasn't that close to each other to be able to just drive to someone's house over the weekend so that was a little bit of a challenge but one of the cool things was it was like a family we were tight close-knit we had other classes with other people yes but my goal in college was get in get it done I didn't live in the dorms. I didn't hang out in the dorms. I didn't go to people's houses. I, I went to school. I still worked a full-time job. I went home. Um, so I kind of lost out. I mean, I have some friends from college that I do kind of know a little bit. I've, I've stayed in contact with them through Facebook as well. But I don't have a huge um, college friends list, so to speak. Now, I know other people that I know that went to college more recently and obviously coaching in the college and whatnot, uh, some of those players and, and people that I knew, they have tons of friends from college. And, you know, if you've only been out five, six, seven years, like you still may have somewhat of a tight knit group. And uh, I've noticed that a lot of them are starting to get married and have kids and all that. So then that's kind of when you start your own families and you, you don't have time necessarily to be around your friends all the time. So now you're all spread out and, 
in a blink of an eye, it's been year, two years. Uh, I've been removed from coaching almost two years now, but it seems like it was just literally yesterday. So if someone listened to this and said two years, yeah, it has been two years. So um, kind of crazy, but that's how time flies. So at any rate, you've got the college aspect and then life is changing and whatnot. And then with that, you also have jobs and careers and you're working your tail off and whatever, but you know, maybe you end up going to a different job or maybe you had an internship. Now you're going to a job and, uh, or maybe something happened and you moved and you had to switch jobs. Now those coworkers that, that think about your coworkers, think about the, all the jobs you ever had where, you went to work every day, you sat by a person or you talked to this person or whatever the situation may have been. And you shared like everything about your life with these people. And now you're gone and you're away from them. And so once again, there was people that were involved in your life. They were your work buddies. They were your work family. But, you know, maybe even you switched positions at work and then you didn't get a chance to talk to that person as much. And and that kind of stuff happens. And so, once again, there's more people that, you know, you were close to. Maybe you used to play cards and go to these people's houses and hang out with them at, uh, you know, bars or whatever. And now, like, none of that happens and, you know, you lose more people. So, um, even for me personally, like some of my jobs that I've had where I delivered to customers and I delivered to places where there was uh, back dock receiving and different people that I got to meet and talk to and you get to know these people on a level just because you see them every day you're you're there every day and you're talking to them and whatnot and it changes when it changes you don't have those people anymore and you lose contact with those people anymore and i think one thing that has really stood out to me and why i I wanted to really bring this up is one of the things that kind of drives me crazy for myself personally is when someone says Hey, do you know what happened to Fred? And I'm, I'm trying to remember who Fred is. I'm trying to think. And then it hits you and you're like, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't heard or seen or nothing. And you know, a few times this has happened where I tried to go find someone on Facebook. And they're not there. And I'm like, well, I don't even know how we would find out. You know, sometimes you might have an old number and you text, hey, is this Fred? And they respond with no. Well, where did they go? Like, what happened to that person? You used to be so close with these people, but now they're gone. And, and even occasionally I had this happen. I asked someone, you know, how their dad was doing. They're like, well, dad died five years ago. Holy cow. Like, how did I miss that? Where, where did I get lost in that at? And honestly, there's been times where people have mentioned things of that nature. And I knew about it at the time, but I completely forgot and for myself personally to think like, oh, yeah, that's right. That person passed away. How, how did I not remember that? How did I not retain that information? Because, you know, at some point in time in my life, that person was so important to me or those people and my, maybe my upbringing or my childhood or whatever, or maybe a, even a past teammate or a coach. I didn't even hit on athletics, but, you know, athletics is huge. You have your coaches that mean so much to you and you spend so much time in your coach's office or talking to them or whatever and you have meetings and you have, uh, for a higher Christian, we had devotionals and study tables and everything that we did. And so you spend so much time together. I mean, coaching is more than a full-time job. 
and it's many, many hours and you spend time on the buses together and trips and everything. And then for myself personally, I've coached over probably 350, 400 athletes and it's hard to keep up with all of them. And there's been a lot of them that I don't really know where they're at. I don't know what they're doing now, especially the ones that I coached when I was a lot younger. So um, you lose contact with them and it's cool to see things pop up every once in a while and see, you know, that they're doing well in life, but it's never good to hear that something negative or bad has happened to them. And, uh, you know, suicide's a real thing. It really is a real thing. And there, uh, last year there was quite a few people that I had came to my attention that had actually done that. And so it just makes you wonder how, how do we lose track of everyone and so many people and, the fact is, if you if you did what I asked you to do and thought about all these different aspects of your life, then you start to realize that, wow, I know a lot of people. I've I've met a lot of people. I've I've been around a lot of people, and that's one thing for me personally. The the coaching aspect of things for me opened up so many avenues for meeting people and networking and traveling all over the world. And I, I could carry on a conversation with someone from McDonald's for an hour and feel like I know the person. So for me personally, uh, it's just kind of crazy to, to know that and to know that when you, when you sit back and look at what happened to everyone that's been a, around your life, that a lot of those people are gone and a lot of those people you don't have the opportunity to come in contact with. And it's just, it's just something to think about. And as I said in my post, the, the, the phrase don't take life for granted I think is overused and I know I've used it a million trillion times, but we really can't, we can't take it for granted. And what I mean by that is, and and my friends will tell you, they may get tired of me. I'm not sure. But at any rate, I text my friends randomly and I try to text random people randomly. Sometimes there's people that probably look at their phone and go, David Polly, why is he texting me? Or why is he sending me a message? But I just want them to know that there's someone out there thinking of them. So when I think of people or I feel like, you know, God's put it on my heart to send this person a message just because like, Hey, thinking of old times, hope you're doing well. It, I hope that helps someone. I hope it, that it reaches out and lets them know that the world has not forgot about them, even though, you know, it seems like the, there's a lot of times where the world has forgotten about us, but there's people out there that probably think of you and think about your old times and whatnot. They just, maybe don't always reach out. I think some people are timid to reach out thinking like, well, he'll not remember that we used to play together when we were kids, but that's not true. I'm sure that everyone remembers those times and didn't forget about you. So I know uh, this is one thing that's kind of been on my heart. And so I just wanted to share that with everyone and uh, just kind of reach out. And, you know, for younger people that may be listening to this, I also mentioned that, you know, Enjoy and cherish the times now. Truly cherish them. And I know that's that's something that gets said a lot too. But the fact of the matter is, five years from now, your friend circle will probably change. And then five years from then, your friend circle will probably change. There's going to be events that happen in life. There's going to be changes that happen in life. And, and your friend circle is not always going to stay the same. So, yeah, sure, you'll have your best friends that are truly your best friends that you've always had in your life. You'll have your husband and wife. You may not always have them either, though. Things change in life. You cannot take life for granted. You have to enjoy each day. Enjoy the people in your life. Even if they're people that you're not necessarily connected to, but they're good people, 
and they're people that are influential to you. They're people that give you advice when you're having a bad day. They're people that you give advice to, no matter what it is. Embrace each moment. And if you have the opportunity, I already know through my post that there's people saying, hey, we need to get together. We need to hang out. Absolutely, yes, 100%. And I can't try to put that off anymore. But we, we do need to reach out. We don't have time to get with every single person. I completely get that. But don't miss out on the opportunity to go hang out with one of your old friends from, from growing up or whatever it may be, or maybe even an old teacher that you just want to let them know like, hey, you had a very, very high impact on my life and helped me to want to succeed in life because we all have them. We all have them. And then maybe a roommate or an old coworker or maybe someone that you used to play on a travel baseball team with or softball team, you know, reach out to those people. Just let them know, hey, I'm thinking about you. I care about you. I hope you're doing well in life. And, you know, if you ever need a friend, I'm here for you. Just let them, let them know. Because this is something that doesn't, doesn't happen enough. And it needs to happen more often. There's so much focus on negativity and politics and negative things that are going on in the world. We need to spread more positivity. So I'm just challenging everyone. Think about this. Take this all to heart. And just reach out. Reach out to the people that really influenced your life and did things for you in life. And the world's just going to be a better place. And that's all I have for today. I want to wrap up episode one. I greatly appreciate everyone that if you took the time to listen to this podcast, and I just hope you got something out of it. I hope you understand where I'm coming from with this and that you truly think about those people that I mentioned and I just hope to uh, hopefully you made it through the whole thing and that we'll get going with uh, episode two, hopefully within the next week. Thanks a lot. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your weekend. Most importantly, enjoy those people around you. Thanks a lot.